to embodying your higher self tools for living consciously and my name is michelle champaka i'm really excited to have heather heather lafton here today she's my guest on my first guest on my podcast here so welcome heather can you hear me I can hear Michelle. Thank you so much for inviting me. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for coming um, and uh, taking time out of your your busy schedule to join us here on uh, this podcast today. So I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about um, your background, Heather, because today um, is all about spirituality of shamanism, and I know you've been a practicing shaman uh, for some time now. So tell us a little bit about who you are and how you ended up um, becoming a shamanic practitioner. Yeah, I'd love to. So I guess my journey began, I started off my training in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. I did that not long after I finished school. I was really called into that modality because I'd had such good results with it. And once I'd finished my degree, I, I really did a lot of traveling. I'd earned my Reiki too at that time as well. So I was collecting my skill set, but I was still quite young. So I decided to travel and I traveled the world for five or six years. And I was really gaining experience and insight into all the many cultures in the world and how they expressed themselves and how they expressed their own healing modalities and how they interacted. Um, and during those travels, I, I went to Peru quite a few times and I sat in some beautiful retreat spaces with Ayahuasca and San Pedro and, and got a lot out of plant medicines um, I, I really was seeking this experience and these answers about why I'm here and what my purpose is and, and what it all means really and opening up to those possibilities. So I came back from travels and I had this burning desire to, to work with people and I started off doing... Um, acupuncture and counseling and and all these things that I'd learned but there was something missing I, I knew that there was something missing um, but I deeply enjoyed the counseling part of my work and and found that people were coming back for the for the talking therapy so I I studied as a life coach I did an intensive course as a life coach and during this training, I met you, Michelle, at, at the life coaching. And um, that life coaching really, I went through my own transformation there and it opened up so many different avenues for me. I think because we intensive, intensively healed a lot of our own wounds, um, this path sort of emerged for me and I knew that it was time to really focus on this skill set and focus on myself as a healer. And to do that, I had to heal a lot of stuff. Um, and one of my biggest wounds or my biggest sort of distractions has always been um, addictions and substance abuse and things like that. So I knew I really had to start healing that stuff. 
but I, I had this feeling that I couldn't do it by myself. I really knew that if I was going to do this, it's going to take quite a lot of energy from me. So um, that's when I reached out to you for mentorship and for coaching. And I was really interested in your skill set and what you were offering and that interesting mix um, of all the things that you'd learned. And that really helped me. So we, we went through coaching um, and got my business rolling, but it was, I was getting these really interesting clients with these um, strange experiences and they weren't responding to what I thought a physical ailment would or an emotional dysfunction would. So I just knew there was something else to the picture and then I was really hungry for spiritual skills I was I knew that that's where it was taking me so um, I requested shamanic training as a shamanic practitioner um, and that's where things got really interesting <laughs> um, and I it was really this this whole new adventure, this whole new journey. As soon as I was opened up to that, it was like floodgates were open. I was um, just accelerating at a really fast pace. I was feeling and experiencing all these things, but then people were coming to me through my clients with um, the skill set that I needed that I was learning through shamanism and I was getting results and I follow results. Um, as much as I like to do the things that I do, I do them because um, people notice they're healing and changing. So um, I was getting results quicker and more powerfully and, and just opening up this world for other people as well. Um, and it's really just been a, the most incredible ride. Um, I'm feeling much more powerful as a healer and I'm getting good results. And shamanism was just that, that, really big accelerator and that huge compliment to any medicine that I've learned about. And it really took me to that next level. Um, and the beautiful thing about shamanism is you end up with a team. You've got a whole team of helping spirits with you, doing your work with you. So you have this beautiful surge of being part of a, a team and having all this added energy and, and all this beautiful symbolism and, and feeling of, um, companionship around you and that really gives you the strength to keep on doing this incredible work uh, so it's been beautiful quite a journey. it has been I know and it's been uh, such an honor to be a part of that and to witness your uh, rapid growth and transformation through learning uh, these sacred practices of shamanism and uh, I'd love to find out your thoughts on how you feel uh, that shamanism can help people become more empowered in their lives or reclaim their power. Um, what are your thoughts about that, Heather? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good yeah. question. So I, I think that everything that we do and everything that we want to heal has to be approached in a holistic way. That's something that I think everybody can relate to or, or learn to create in their lives. Shamanism draws in a very ancient connection with story and symbolism and nature that is so deeply rooted in all of us. 
it invokes this old language, this old feeling mm. um, possibly that we were missing or that we have this resonance with. And when that comes through in my life or when it comes through with other people, when that's awoken in people, you just notice shifts happen really quickly. Yes, yeah. Because we can work on the physical and the mental and the emotional and most people do really well. But when you get that connection to source and that deep connection to old wisdom and old language, uh, things just start to unfold really beautifully and you notice that everything starts to shift. So it does bring back um, personal power. It also connects us deeply to that old way of knowing and that old spirituality that isn't confined so much by mm. religion or practice or the differences between who we're worshipping or not. It's really just a medicine that connects us to nature and to story. And I think most people, no matter who you are, um, find benefit in that, if not just a nostalgic sense of remembering. So that mm. can be really powerful. Uh, it's a beautiful explanation. I love that. Um, I know that a lot of people are really uh, struggling right now. There's a lot of, you know, confusion around um, this world situation with this uh, so-called pandemic. And, um, and, you know, many people are struggling, yeah, just to find clarity in their lives and to have a sense of what they're, um, what is possible for them um, in the future. And so how can shamanism help people find more clarity and, and more peace uh, in their lives? Yeah. And I think you're right. I think that's what people are looking for. Clarity and peace seems to be yeah. a lot. Um, what, I, what I invite people to do in their lives is to open up to a higher source of power, whatever that is for you or your higher self, um, to simply unlock um, wisdom and to also ask questions and get answers that don't have to come from your physical um, mind or from your body, right? I think people are exhausted with trying to decide and discern between different bouts of information and we're all being flooded. But what I say with shamanism is if you open up to this old medicine and if you can be in communication with your guides that are yours, yeah to access, then it's a beautiful place to find energy, to find healing, to get answers for your problems, for your beliefs, to see what it's all about for you. And I love that idea of that everybody has a team of helping spirits because it just really helps us to feel supported and helps us to unlock those answers that maybe we knew all along or we just don't have access to. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. And I know that, you know, when I'm struggling for clarity, you know, going on a journey, um, which is very much like a meditation and, and with intention to meet one of my helping spirits, whether, whether they're in the upper world or the lower world, um, just having that connection and being able to talk uh, or 
I don't know, talk is the right word, uh, to be able to energetically communicate with one another and have that support uh, in that spiritual realm can be very empowering for me because, you know, our helping spirits, they're there. They really, they really just want to help us. They want to support us and they don't have any other agenda than to serve the, the greater good. And um, with all the confusion in the world, it's just nice to know that there's something, you know, you know, or some, something meaning our helping spirits that we can, you know, absolutely count on. Um, so that's one of the things I love about, about shamanism. Um, but I'd also love to hear uh, your own experiences of how uh, shamanism and using those tools can help people to heal and all levels, body, mind, and spirit. Um, what has been, you know, maybe you can give us an example of, of you know, a particular case or situation where you've, uh, you know, had you know, that had the fortune of witnessing deep healing and transformation. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is something that's been coming up for, I guess, me personally since I started training, but also in a lot of my clients, is when we start identifying how a lot of what we're experiencing and feeling and a lot of the disempowering emotions that and the thought forms that are being registered by ourselves, mm. when we realize that a lot of that is not ours, that we're actually taking on that energy from the world around us and from other people and, and yeah. then that we have the power to say, oh, that's not mine, I don't want that, and what do I want, and protecting our energy fields against unwanted thought forms, attachments, entities, cords, darts, whatever, it starts to change the way that we approach different situations and approach the world around us because I think people get so caught up in what am I doing wrong? Why is this happening to me? How do I change this? You know, why is this so hard? But when we identify that there's this whole bunch of attachments that we're taking on from the world around us and they're not actually ours to deal with, we can start shedding those that extra energy and focusing on what is ours and what we do want and what we want to accelerate. So a lot of what I've been doing is identifying those attachments for people and also why they're taking it on. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time they're not protecting themselves, they're not honouring their own energy systems. We fall into lack of boundaries, people-pleasing, and taking on pain for other people in this beautiful gesture to ease their suffering. But I say in the end, you're the one that's losing because that's not yours to take on. And then you have to be doing all the work to get it off you. So learning about that self-sovereignty, that protection, and, and learning not to take on attachments from people has been really beneficial, uh, particularly for the sensitive, intuitive, creative people that I work for and just keeping that um, our etheric and auric layers around us um, clean and clear all the time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. You mentioned a few times um, when you were describing about protection and a lot of people I think would really love to hear 
what do you do, you know, as a practice or what do you recommend that people do as a way of protecting uh, their energetic field from these kinds of, you know, attachments and, you know, negative energies that can really impact our well-being. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think the most popular way to protect is um, what people know pretty well already, and that can be burning sage or using sound or carrying crystals or um, wearing certain amulets and things like that. I use a visual protective ritual that surrounds me in four layers of protection. Um, that is what I use when I'm either working with clients or going into quite an intense situation. But really at the core of that is your intention. So, Absolutely. Yeah, when your intention says, I'm not up for attachments, I'm not open to take on anybody's stuff, I am strong within myself and I protect myself and this is what I need and you ask your guides or the universe for that, that's the strongest thing that we have. But most of us either don't have those tools or forget that we're in control of all of our layers and all of our etheric fields simply by our intention. And I think that starts to strengthen people knowing that they have this container of self-sovereignty in a protected and healthy space that they can uh, use as a method of not allowing those things in and just being strong in who they are. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we have our first listener who's just entered, and uh, I'd love to invite you, Octopus, if you have a question. Um, yeah, please uh, come come on in and ask your question if you have any questions for Heather. Or you can type it if, you, if you're if you a little bit shy and you want to just send a message, and then I'll ask Heather. So feel free uh, to open up and answer, get any answers you would like to get about um, shamanism. We're talking today about shamanism, which is a pathway to sovereignty, and you know how how shamanism can help you reclaim your power, get more clarity, and support you with healing and transformation. And so it's so great to have Heather Leifton here today um, to be sharing her perspective on shamanism. Um, Heather is uh, calling in from Australia. And I'm here in Bali, so um, it's the wonders of technology. So, Heather, I just would love to open it up and just, you know, is there anything in particular like um, a particular tool or uh, something you'd like to share that you find has been really helpful for you with your shamanic practice? Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's always a couple of tools that resonate so deeply and that can be a, a really individual thing. Uh, for me, what I felt overwhelmed with before shamanism came into my life was how to make really good and clear decisions so that I could practice patience and faith and courage towards the, the life that I was trying to or the path that I was going on. So I think it can be overwhelming trying to determine what we actually want and what, you know, society wants or what our family wants and all those things. So yes. I, I make sure that I just spend time with my guides every day 
and I make sure that I clarify things that I'm not sure about. For me, certainty is really important. It grounds me. It keeps me on track. Yes. Um, and I can lose a lot of time and get a lot distracted in a lot of different options, a lot of different ideas about the world and who I am and what I'm doing. So I sit with them and I don't really finish my meetings with my guides until I have that um, real clarity about those decisions that I'm making. And a lot of the time they're saying, don't worry about that or just be patient or you'll be okay or it doesn't matter. But I think, okay, well, at least I'm getting that certainty in my life. And they're in that way teaching me to just surrender to the moment and that's taken a long time. So like anything, the more that you practice it, the better you get at it. So I just make sure that there's time in every day for me to sit with them and to clarify and bring that certainty in, which seems to be really important. Right, right. And for people that, you know, perhaps have never had contact, you know, with their guides um, and aren't even sure how to do that, um, what do you think would be the best way to make contact with your guides? Yeah, good question. So I think physical rituals really help. Um, when we're too stuck in our mind space, it can get really confusing. So um, for a lot of people, setting up an altar is really good. Having recognizable objects there in the same place in the house um, and having an opening word, a welcoming word, even if it's just welcome, um, symbolizing that that space is now open to intuitive messages or feelings or thoughts, um, or even lighting a candle is beneficial to bring in some of the elements so that you know when the candle's lit and after you say the word welcome, anything that happens in that space is from your guides, is intuitive and can be trusted. Beautiful. And then... When we're finished, we close it off to saying, thank you very much. Um, this is now closed. Blow out the candle. Step away from your altar and you can go back to normal thought patterns and normal ways of life because um, there's a big fear in people. They don't want to be flooded by intuitive information while they're driving down the road or trying to cook dinner yeah. or things like that. So the altar makes it really purposeful and, and brings in ritual, which is super important. I love that. I love that, Heather. And it's a it's a great reminder. You know, sometimes I get uh, too busy. I'm working and with different clients and doing, you know, coaching, mentoring, healing. And I, you know, I put my uh, practice on the back burner and then really um, doesn't do any service to me or to anyone else. And it's always remembering to return back to to ourselves and to honor what it is we need in in mind body and spirit so i love the idea of having an altar i have an altar um and it's here in my office and it's a beautiful reminder and it's funny because my son is constantly coming into my office and i said why are you always in here he goes oh it's because of the energy no no it's because there's more air in here and i said well i think it's because of the energy <laughs> <laughs> so it does create a beautiful energy and so I think for people that are needing that that sense of security and grounding and a sense of, of peace 
having an altar in your home can really uh, enhance all of those feelings. Uh, and now more than ever, I think we need to use whatever tools we have available to us to, to keep coming back to the present and staying grounded because there's a lot of unsettling things happening in the world. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. How can, how can shamanism help you to navigate through challenging times? I would love to hear uh, any thoughts you have about that. Yeah, absolutely. Probably think it's the best thing to embrace in challenging times because by speaking and spending time with your guides, you're really in the practice of surrendering a lot of the control up around what's happening in your world. So when there's great chaos around you, it's really important to just go inwards and surrender. Um, and even if it's just ask for healing, ask for guidance, um, ask to be blessed in some way so that you learn that process of not needing to control what's going on around yeah. you. I think even the practice of surrendering is so powerful and having guides to surrender all of the chaos to can just make it a really beneficial practice. Um, and that's, I think, when a lot of true healing starts happening is when people reach a brink, a point, a saturation, everything just becomes too much, everything falls apart at once. They are in this really vulnerable state and that's often when the confines of the mind start to change and they get to a point where they really do anything to feel better, to have some state of balance restored and that can come from um, simply sitting, surrendering and from prayer saying if there's anything out there, if the, any source energy is out there, please, I need your help. And in that surrendering, we're usually rewarded with great presence and blessings and healing. So I think that can be really beneficial in times of chaos. Like we're all going through now, there's been a huge surge in people wanting a spiritual connection um, just yes. to have that reason and that, that link to a greater meaning of everything because it seems so discouraging um, to just apply logic to the world at the moment because none of it seems to make deep sense. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. And we're really, we really are um, unable to have any control at all. And I love what you said about surrendering, you know, because in the act of surrendering, we are accepting what is. And a lot of the pain and suffering that many people are experiencing, it's because they're resisting what is. And, you know, I, I remember I did an art of living training many years ago. I didn't remember much about the yoga, but I remembered the slogans. And one of the forgot that and I believe that's so true the more we resist the more that problem persists and when we can open up and surrender as you so eloquently explained it just feels like we can finally move through those uh, dense energies and and get through to the other side and find 
that light and that peace and calm that we, you know, we truly desire is in that moment of surrender. So I, I love that. I love the way you put that. Um, I also just wanted to uh, ask you, how can people contact you? Tell us what your website is. So I, my business name is Heather Healings. Makes it pretty easy. So my website is just www.heatherhealings.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and soon to be YouTube. I've just got to get all the videos up there. But um, absolutely have a big online presence and that's where I connect with a lot of different people all over the world um, and feel pretty blessed that you, Michelle, have taught me shamanism and how to use that online as well because a lot of people assume that that needs to be a face-to-face -face thing but these tools are pretty universal and can be used in many different forms. So absolutely. Um, welcome. I welcome anyone to join me there and to ask questions about healing or shamanism or anything else. Um, and I've just been encouraging people to reach out at the moment. A lot of people find it really hard to ask for help or guidance or advice. Um, but just knowing that there's a lot of healers eager and, and ready to serve humanity at this time. And we're really stepping up for the, the greater good of our community and and I feel strong in that too so yeah it's time for us to serve I feel absolutely I'm totally with you and and uh, I really really am so happy that you were able to come on to this podcast today um, just tell us before we go a little bit about what kind of services you're offering at this time sure so I I mix all of my skills together and I do call it intuitive one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I do like to bring in all my Chinese medicine training, Reiki, life coaching, counseling, and shamanism all together. Mm. So basically addressing any issues or any areas that need to change. And we're thinking about it from all those different realms of possibility. So one-on-one -on -one coaching, I, I offer online and face-to-face, -face, but I also have a two-month mentorship program, which is called Stalking Your Shadow. And that's just for anyone that wants to deep dive and invest two months to really look at what's going on. Mm. I find that in two months we can really get the results that I'm looking for, a big shift and enough tools um, for that person to go on and apply what they've learned. It, it's really good for getting people out of um, a big health or spiritual crisis or just people that are ready to really make a big shift um, and have the time and the energy to invest. So that's what I've got going on at the moment. Wonderful. Always things on the horizon. Mm, yeah, I know you're planning to do some trainings and, and you mentioned before that you're getting ready to launch one-on-one uh, -on -one uh, mentorship program and shamanism. So um, that's exciting. Yes, yes, I'm really excited to do that. Um, as I said, there's a lot of people stepping up and I think shamanism really has a place for healers and just for anyone as a nice framework to use to open up to spirituality. Yeah, it seems to be very universal 
um, and doesn't require a specific belief system. If you believe in uh, the power of nature and if you believe in that there is a higher power out there somewhere, then shamanism is this beautiful connector of those things um, and it, it seems to adapt to most people. So I'm excited about that. Wonderful, Heather. Thank you so much for joining us today um, in embodying your higher self, tools for living consciously. And um, I'll definitely post your website for uh, anyone who would like to seek out your services. So thank you for joining me and um, have a great day. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me on today. And thank you for all your work and support and all your love and all your coaching as well. I deeply appreciate everything that you oh, do. Thanks. That's very kind of you. Uh, it's, been a, it's just been awesome to be working with you. And uh, I love to see um, how much you've expanded and, and what you're going to be bringing to other people's lives even more now. So keep doing what you're doing, my dear. <laughs> Thank you. I will. And you too. <laughs> Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>